This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. Hi, Nora. Hey, babes. Oh, my God, going straight in with the hello rather than our normal pre-ramble, just absolute Bullshit. bollocks chat. <laughs> I'm really sorry I was late today Yeah, you left me hanging, it's fine I though. said to you, I'll be ready for 11, babes But there is a story to that I was sat on the sofa I was eating a bowl bowl of chocolate A whole bowl of chocolate What do you mean a bowl of chocolate? You need to explain that in more detail uh, A share bag poured into a bowl In fact, three share bags poured into a bowl Okay, alright I was imagining a, a melted scenario but with Oh, no, no, no <laughs> All formed with a spoon, although I could do that too. And my friend that I go running with, she, um, I messaged her and said, let's fuck off running today. Yeah. And she replied back going, well, we could do it before the school run. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, just come round now then and we'll do it now. I don't <laughs> want to do it, but we'll go now. And then I went to get into my sports kit to find that I didn't have any. So what I walked out in was a pair of minion socks, my trainers, a pair of umbro shorts, which pretty much showed my pubic hair, a strappy top and my normal bra. Oh my God, you ran in your normal bra. Yeah. Fucking yeah, hell. Didn't that really hurt? Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, but I did it. And then I got in and I was like, shit, it's quarter past 11. I was late. Anyway, how are you? Um, yes, I'm all right. Actually, I'm actually feeling, I mean, I say that I feel really knackered. Edith was up at 5.30 again today. Uh, 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 uh. We've had a week of that now. Seat consultant said it's just because oh. she's consolidating her nights and it will pass, but uh, it's pretty brutal that wake up time, isn't it? You know that that term, it will pass. You yeah. know, and you're like, is this? It always reminds me of like that bit in Lord of the Rings with Gandalf. You know, and you're like, how severe does it have to be before it passes? I know. When will it pass? He pretty much got ripped off of a bridge by a dragon before it passed. Well, you know, a kidney stone has to pass, doesn't it? It doesn't make yeah. it enjoyable. Doesn't also doesn't mean that it's going to be a quick passing. No, it can be very. You know, Rob had kidney stones. Really? Ended up in hospital, yeah. Did he have to wee them out? He'd, he'd done it, but he <gasps> proper like full on passed oh, out. Oh, I, I cannot begin to imagine the pain. He said he thought he was dying. Yes, I can and, imagine. Um, just didn't know what was happening. So oh, he just came on all Jesus. of a sudden and was like, oh, uh, uh, and passed out from pain. Were you with him? No, it was before we met. <gasps> I make him drink plenty of water. It was in the days when he was like, I didn't choose to drink water. <laughs> it never occurred to me. <laughs> Yeah, you've got to flush those kidneys through. You know, um, can I tell you something about Rob uh, that's annoyed me this week? Not a little light, Apple. A little light, Apple, all of the above. Um, so you know how he just has a sort of collection of irritating hats. 
Oh no. He's added the new one to his vast fucking wardrobe. Bought or found? Bought. Which makes it worse, doesn't it? Yeah, it does because it means that he's it's not intentional. even it's not he's not past it. No, so he walked in wearing a bucket hat. What's a bucket hat? Oh, Oh my god, those those like Oasis style nineties. Yes. yes. Oh, I had it. Yeah, I had it so much. And immediately I said, "Do you want me to have a sex with you again? Take that thing off your head." And he won't. Can you send me a picture? I want to see a picture. Oh, in a I hate it. I hate it, Laura. It's so irrational to hate a hat so much, but it's just it just irritates me. It just looks stupid. No one on this planet looks good in a bucket hat it's no. a shit style yeah well i mean it, it was it, it left the 90s for a yeah. reason it's never it's never looked good even even ryan reynolds would not look good wearing that i think he'd style it out unless he put it on the end of his penis and then i'd like it yeah michael <laughs> fassbender would definitely style it out michael he wouldn't though actually he would look ridiculous no he wouldn't and I love him enough to be able to say to him, no, sweetheart, you need to take that off. Yeah. God, why? How is it that an item of clothing can just make your vagina shrivel up and die? You no, know I, yeah, I was, I went on a date with someone. Did I not tell you about I didn't like their shoes. Yeah, it's the shoes ride, is the other oof, one. I yeah. couldn't cope. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> and I'd liked them for fucking ages. <laughs> shoes and hats, lads. Shoes and hats. Mm-hmm. Sort them out. Just don't wear a hat. No, some hats are sexy. That's wrong. Rob's got some hats that he looks really good in, but not the bucket one. Steve looks proper fit. You know, like a pro- a winter beanie style. Yeah, hat. beanies are nice. I like. He a beanie. looks hot in a hat. In a pair of those. In one of those. He's only got one head. In one of those. <laughs> a pair of those. I love him in those. But he's now got. Do you know that Steve now has a full beard? Does he? Mm, very, very, very vibrantly ginger. Is it really? Yeah. Is that a lockdown hangover? Did he just start growing it in lockdown? Um, he just decided to do it a couple of months ago because he had, I can only describe beard alopecia, I guess, which is not like medically diagnosed, but it, he lost large proportions of his beard about six years ago, which I do believe could have been due to this just sheer stress of being married to me. <laughs> I was going to say that. And then it went white. Like my vagina. So he was like, I can't grow a beard back again. Exactly like, it was exactly like Casper, <laughs> but it was the beard that went white, not the skin. Um, and now he's like, fuck it, I'm going to fully reinvest in in the beard. So yeah, it's very long and ginger. How are you feeling about it? I don't mind it. He's a particularly attractive man, in my opinion. He, he is, he is a off. very attractive man. He can pull many things off. I feel mm. like Rob's the same. Rob can pull yeah, off a Rob lot of is. things. But not a fucking bucket hat. No, but Steve wouldn't be able to pull off a bucket hat. Laura, do you maybe think that you love Steve's beards because it's long and ginger, because it reminds you of me? Yeah, I think so. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, because it it is gin. It's more ginger than you. I think it's it's like your pubic hair. My muff is on Steve's face, and you love him more now. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, because I'm one step closer to you. <laughs> Please tell Steve that. I bet you anything he'll shave it off in about 30 seconds. I will. That. <laughs> no, I bet you any money he'll go, yeah, that's probably right. He'll <laughs> say, yeah, yeah, Laura, that's actually you. why I've done it. That's why I did it. That was my motivation. Because <laughs> I know how much you miss Vic. <laughs> Vic, so before we go too deep into the realms of your vaginas uh, psychologically being linked to my husband's vase, yeah. um, shall I do an icebreaker? Yes, let's do an icebreaker. Yes. 
So my question for you this week is, what song would you be okay with hearing every single day for the rest of your life? Oh, you know what? I love, I love these kind of questions um, about music. It's such an insight into people's minds and lives and experiences, isn't it, music? Go on, so what's your song? Oh, God, on repeat, though. That's, then that's the thing. It, it would change every day. Don't you think? Doesn't your, like, favourite song change every day? No. I've got one, one song that I know that I could listen to for the rest of my life, and I still i am yet to get bored of it. What is it? Um, I, you won't know it. Go on, then. It's Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, Rob's an old indie boy, isn't he? How the fuck is Queens of the Stone Age indie? It is, isn't it? 100% not. What is it? It's rock and roll. Okay, rock and roll then. He likes noisy. Love (laughs) quick. Noisy. How dare you? How bloody dare you? And what's the song? Everybody knows you're insane, which is very fitting. And how's it go? Can you give us a little line? Everybody knows that you're insane. Do 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 I belong on the stage. That was wonderful. But I asked you the question and I basically gave an answer. What a what a what a pretentious cunt I am. So come no, on. No, that's what I asked you. Uh I know I think I I have more I'm more indecisive than you. I don't think I've got like one song that I could just listen to and repeat forever. Um oh god, it just depends what mood I'm in as well. It's this is a very tricky one for me. That there's there's too many to choose from. Well, the first thing that did come into my head though, uh, Nina Simone, my baby just cares for me. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That's probably my one of my. Can you sing it actually? The shows, yeah. My baby don't care for clothes. Love that song. Come my on, baby just cares for me. Yeah, it's one of my faves. I love Nina Simone. I like Nina Simone. Anything by her, I would listen to on repeat. She has a very beautiful uh, voice. Yeah, and she's incredible. She's just a really like fierce woman. Very. I love uh, her version of um, feeling good as well. Yeah, that's a tune. That's an absolute tune. Yeah. 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 Uh, an amazing pianist. You or no, not me. <laughs> I'm an amazing pianist. <laughs> She's an amazing pianist. Have you seen her play the piano? Oh no, I haven't. It's in. So, what's your genre of music that, like, you predominantly like? Probably soul. Hmm. I like a bit of soul. Yeah, like I like a lot of old music. From yeah, fifties and sixties. Yeah, yeah. No, I do too. I hear. you. And before that as well. Although there's lots of contemporary people that I really love. Um, I mean, I love Amy Winehouse. Yeah, I like Amy. Because she, I mean, she's kind of, you know, uh, evoking those old school soul singers, isn't she? Yeah. Um, listen to a lot of female singers that just sing about shit men and heartbreak and how hard it is to be a woman. I've always radiated that music i think that's the only thing that i'm not the biggest fan of is like heartbreak music yeah but heartbreak in a like kind of sassy way yeah i just don't like the you know cry me a river also you've, you've probably never had your heart broken have you yeah have you yeah what but when you've like been in love with someone for a long time and then they've broken your heart not like yeah. that, surely, because you've just been with Steve. Or when you split with Steve. Yeah, when we, when we split, oh, that was pretty fucking that was Even though I was the one that, yeah, that was hard. Yeah, so I totally had my heart broken. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> yeah, but Steve didn't do it. You did it to yourself. I did it to myself, yeah. 
<laughs> and did it to him too. It's quite <laughs> double whammy. <laughs> what a dick. What a dick, Laura. Yeah, Billie Holiday. I, I, I love loads of contemporary female singers now as well. I don't like pop. I've never liked pop. No, I used to. I was really like, I, I don't know if I've told you when I first met Steve and he was like, it, obviously it was back when CDs were like really big and singles were really big. You go into HMV and pick up a, a CD of whatever it was that week. Uh, and I bought Enrique Iglesias, Hero. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pile of shit. Yeah, and Steve was like, oh, I really love Incubus. Have you ever heard of Incubus before? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Incubus. And not so much the new stuff, but the old stuff. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, um, Enrique Iglesias. Uh, oh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> I do remember buying, I did used to buy singles because I had to try and, because I had such weird music taste and just was listening to like 1920s trad jazz at like 11. <laughs> I'm really into like that kind of 30s, 40s era of music though. Like we said that last week though, didn't we? We love it. Um, I, I used to pretend that I liked pop music and I would buy singles just to fit in. But um, I can remember buying... I'd, also buy, I'd buy rap music. Would you really? Oh God, how dire. But now I, I love rap. I, when I was like eight, from about 18 to about 25, I was well into rap music. That was a, mainly what I listened to. But yeah, not so much anymore. I still do like a bit of Dr. Dre though. Is that, is that your vibe? No. I couldn't imagine if it comes on in a club, I'll be like, whoa, step back. <laughs> She's <I> really... coming through. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, if Beyonce comes on, I'm dancing. Oh, I'm on. That's yeah. the only, that is the exception to the rule when it comes to pop. Yeah. Da, 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 da. There's lots of songs that I can, I can very remember, distinctly remember being on like a, you know, summer camp thing when I was about 13 and being in the in the van with all the other kids and um, I'm honey, I'm honey, honey, honey. Yeah. Like being on the radio and, and us all singing to me. It's like, it's so inappropriate. <laughs> fucking 13 year old to be singing that. I'm pretty sure I bought that single after that holiday because it's all we sang. Well, awkwardly, uh, my child's in year R and they all s- learnt the song and dance to Harry Styles' Water Sugar Melon High. Right, isn't what's that about? It's it's to do with going down on a girl. Oh, is it? But I don't think a lot of people realise that it's to do with sex. Oh you my god! You taste like strawberries. And, you taste uh, like strawberries. Obviously, obviously, haven't smelled our fannies, haven't they? And all the kids, obviously, they they had done they've done all these movements and everything. And I was like, I can't, I can't <laughs> like part in the labia. Yeah, <laughs> coming out. Like... You taste like strawberries <laughs> <laughs> on a summer evening. Um, but I, 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 ha- I just, we've gone through COVID and at no point could I turn around to the teacher and say, you're teaching my children how to go down on a girl <laughs> <laughs> through interpretive dance. Life lessons, Laura, life lessons. <laughs> That's what they do these days with the kids. <laughs> oh, that so funny. Yeah, start them young. Um, moving on from songs, do you have a fact? Have you actually got a Mate, fact? This I week? have got a massive fact for you. Right, hold on. I just Absolutely. Have to... Oh, hello. I've just found a hole, P.S., right in my flange, uh, in my trousers. I'm sat at a pair of fucking armbros, mate. <laughs> okay, Laura, did you know? No, I didn't. Oh, my God, so unenthusiastic. Unbelievable, <laughs> you're ruining my bad. Um, so, flicking your bean mm-hmm. can create a more positive body image. So masturbation is good for self-esteem. Who knew? 
Who knew that? So to date, several studies have indicated that masturbation tends to be associated with a more positive body image. The idea being that women who masturbate are more able to associate sexual pleasure with their bodily responses and in doing so develop greater satisfaction with their bodies. And if you masturbate and reach orgasm more often, it actually increases your sex drive. You require less time to experience sexual arousal and you have a wider wider range of orgasmic variation. Oh, I didn't know that. It makes sense. It makes it sense. Make sense doesn't it? Like the more sexual experience you, positive sexual experience you have, the more enthusiastic about having more sexual experiences. Exactly. Well, that, that was, was a mouthful, wasn't it? I don't think I took a breath. <laughs> Okay, so if you have a low body image uh, or you have body image dissatisfaction, um, it's actually related to impaired orgasmic response during both partnered sex and masturbation Mm. and may diminish sexual relationship satisfaction overall. Wow. But then this whole self-investment is a very tricky thing. So a lot of women... Don't mean to brand, do we? But a lot of women aren't very good at self-investment. Yeah, it's that thing as well. So I've obviously, you know, once I start reading about these things, I go and read loads of stuff. But there's a whole thing that I found as well that's about uh, women not masturbating because they feel like they're not worthy of the pleasure, that they don't deserve it. Yeah, but then that's, you know, if you really go back, that's because it's always been encouraged that men have the happy ending and not women. And I think that's like really been driven home. It's always been about male satisfaction. I know that I've definitely grown up around that environment of, of it being like the emphasis being on men and not women. And also that women don't masturbate. I think I've always, I always sort of thought that men did it way more than women. They do statistically, they do. Yeah. Um, But it's not like a massive disparity between the two. So, but again, I think it's because, doing it you feel shameful yeah like there's an element of like shit i shouldn't be doing this other people aren't doing it and it's like well if they're not doing it it's because they aren't very they're not in tune with their body they feel like they're not entitled to it or low sex drive like there's loads of different reasons why but self-investment is one of the the lowest things on our priority list i think and then that's the thing though if you don't masturbate then it's linked to having a low self-esteem yeah. anyway so which makes sense do you think it explains why you've got such positive body image? Because you because I masturbate all the time. Out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I haven't masturbated in quite a long time, actually. Have you not? No. Well, yeah. I just, you. I don't I, think you've been in the right headspace, though. Really. No. Have you? I've been going. You know, post breakdown, mate. You know. Yeah. Post breakdown. Put your bean away. Got Put my bean away it. and uh, do some colouring in. Colouring <laughs> <laughs> in instead. <laughs> that's very satisfying it's therapeutic although um i do find if i'm stressed it's but it's this fight it's like then the desire supposed to do it is not really there and you're feeling shit and you're feeling stressed and anxious and whatever but then once i've done it i always just feel like yes it's a big relief completely yeah so it releases loads of um dopamine and serotonin and all that nice shit that makes you feel good yeah you have had sex i've had sex a few times actually masturbating is just a totally different experience yeah it is and like there's something nice about masturbation it doesn't have to last as long no i mean it can be done and dusted in three minutes you've not got to put any real work into it no i was thinking about that too uh just thinking about like the fact that it's linked to self 
um, self-esteem and sort of body image. If you think about when you're with someone, they've got to look at you for one. Yeah. Unless you're like, can you keep your eyes closed, please? Or it's dark. But even then feeling you just makes you really aware and touching that makes you feel aware of your body. Especially if they're touching a part of your body that you feel really insecure about. Do you have that? Do you have a part of you that you feel that way about? You know what? I I don't think I I used to massively. My tummy, my bum, my boobs, all of it. I was really, really insecure. But I don't think I do anymore because I just, I don't think I... And it, you know what? I've been in a relationship for 19 years, so I don't know. But I, I spoke to someone recently and she's beautiful. She is absolutely fucking stunning. Is it me? Other than you, obviously. <laughs> but she's really insecure about herself and her body. And, you know, she said, oh, I know I've got all the makeup on. I've got the hair and everything. But she said, I am so painfully insecure about how I look and I don't like anybody seeing me naked and has huge body hang-ups you know so it just goes to show that doesn't matter even if you do fulfill those kind of beauty standards it's like yeah and even if like to anybody listening right now that's like I don't want to wank I'm too tired or I don't really know what I'm doing or I don't really feel like I have that self-investment then invest in yourself in a different way start off something small and then lead to that yeah I feel like it's part of my self-care routine for sure there's not been very many times in my life when I've had like massive gaps of not masturbating. Probably when I was in a really shit, horrible relationship with someone that was really not very nice. That was the one time. I think when I was pregnant, probably. Oh my God. I was fucking at it all the time when I was pregnant. No, yeah. I was so no, horny. I wasn't. But I was so horny, but I just, I didn't want to have sex. Yeah. I just was like, I just going to masturbate. And then um, I read loads of uh, stuff about um, getting ready for birth and releasing oxytocin and uh, having a wank releases oxytocin. So I just wanked every day for probably about a month leading up to my due date. Did you? God, I just couldn't have thought of anything more. Like I just was not in it. It got very, it got very um, physically challenging though. Cause obviously yeah, you have a massive bump in the way. I was like, how am I going to do this and get cramp? I just think masturbation's predominantly been made to feel like it's a man's it's a man's thing and it's domain. not it's, it's yes yeah and it's, it's not nice. a man's domain well it isn't it's Laura, so normal because uh off the back of that uh, it's just another little flash of my tits there um oh. i did a little poll on our no holes barred stories on it did you today, and i'm going to share the results with you because they're quite fascinating all right so here we go first question was are you a wanker as in do you masturbate and i did say that this was going out for the ladies um so I can't confirm whether men have replied to this or not. But 82% of you said, yes, I am. I'm a wanker. Yeah. I bet you any money, a good five or six percent of that accidentally pressed no when they meant to press yes. Probably. It doesn't really surprise me though, that because if they're listening, if you're listening to this podcast, you're gonna be a I wanker. I kind of feel like you're gonna be a wanker. Um, on on many different levels. So next question was, <laughs> how often do you flicker the bin? So what would you say yours is at the moment? Yours is rarely at the moment, right? Yeah, mine's very low at the moment. But under normal circumstances, I would say probably weekly. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, most sort of common answer was weekly. We had daily, weekly, monthly, and rarely, and weekly smashed through with over a thousand 
responses on that one. Mm. And um, rarely was 390 people said that. So that's more than the daily. So we've got, we have got people that rarely masturbate. Get your canoe while give it a stroke. <laughs> rub it, rub it, stroke it, poke it. <laughs> I it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if only I'd never leave the house. Um, so then I asked, what motivates you to have a wank? So the answers were, it feels good, releases rage and tension and chills me the fuck out, makes me feel connected to my own body and I prefer it to sex. Which one of those would you say? I would say, um, what was the first one? It feels it good. It just feels good. Yeah. And I know it feels good. So that's like, yeah. Yeah, that, that my... was the that was the number one answer, but um, followed closely by releases rage and tension and chills me the fuck out. I definitely find that if I feel I sometimes I just feel really aggy and I'm like I don't know why I feel aggy. It's just oh, it's just something that's annoying me. And if I have a wank, it goes away. I might try that the next time I'm absolutely livid, which might explain why I must wait eight times a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. It doesn't. I it really doesn't necessarily don't. last long. No, it's a, it's probably, it's a weekly occurrence for me, maybe fortnightly. Um, and then this was just some, oh God, I've just been pissed my pants at some of these responses. So then I asked, what was the strange, what's the strangest thing that you've ever masturbated with? So what's the strange thing that you've ever masturbated with, Laura? I don't think I have. I seem to be a very vanilla person. Remember you know? we had the CD lady, that always made me laugh. She yes. masturbated on the CD, there yeah. is. Um, I've obviously been a an advocate of the shower head in Italy specifically. Oh, I, I just want to go to Italy just for that. <laughs> just for that alone. Um, I've done an electric toothbrush. So I think that's pretty standard. I, I've never tried an electric toothbrush. I genuinely am racking my brains trying to think of something that I might have done that was just really weird off the wall and quirky. But I think I've always just gone for your standard sex toy. Well, this is when I was younger and I probably wouldn't. And it was before the internet and, you know, the ease of being able to just buy a bloody sex toy online now. Maybe I've just blacked it out. No hairbrushes get involved. Little, little cheeky hairbrush. No, I don't think so. I bought a hairbrush that specifically had a penile type handle to use. I feel like I've really <laughs> missed out on my youth. <laughs> you know, when people go, if you could go back and relive it, what bit would you try? I'd be like, a hairbrush. I'd just try a hairbrush <laughs> and an electric toothbrush. Let's that that electric toothbrush. But then I feel like I feel like because of the, the sophistication of what we use now, oh yeah. Toothbrush would not suffice. But, it, but when you've never used anything and it's the first the oh first time that you've God. had like a yeah, vibrating absolutely. thing on your clit and you're like, oh my God. I didn't have an electric toothbrush until this year. So <laughs> so here we go. I mean, the mind boggles at some of these. They're so fucking funny. So I'm just going to read out some of the responses. So a hoover. I can understand that. Is it on though? Yeah, of course it is. Oh my lord! But the suction—that you, that... you know the thin one that's meant to do like the skirting boards. One of those. One that's of those. That's a Sonus, though, essentially, isn't it? Wow, there you go. That's maybe where the lady from Sonus got the idea. I can totally, re- I can so see why someone would use a Hoover. I'd be too scared. The suction. But yeah, is I think terrifying. the suction on mine. I got a shark, and I think it would suck my clit right off. Yeah, I mean, why don't they put that in the Dyson adverts? That would sell it to me. <laughs> suck a clit right off. <laughs> I like this one. A cupboard door. <laughs> a cupboard door. 
artistic of a door. I'm just <laughs> trying to work out how you would even. Well, it'd be, it'd be like what would happen is that you'd be in the kitchen, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, fancy a packet of crisps. You'd open the bottom of the cupboard door, and the cupboard door would come open and skim across your yeah. And you'd be like, oh, <laughs> let me oh, do that hello. again. But then that's a danger wank because surely <laughs> yeah, someone, there's people around, someone's yeah, going to walk in. That takes American Pie to like a whole yeah. new level, be doesn't like, it? Why are you humping <laughs> the kitchen? <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you, hairbrush and toothbrush came up fucking frequently on this. So I'm, everyone I'm else really, had the same I'm idea. Really missed out there. Um, now, this one <laughs> a winter carrot. What's different? What's a winter carrot compared to a other <laughs> carrot? Oh, anyway, is a summer carrot? Is it a hairy? In which I hand carved some veins and a knob. A hand carved winter carrot. <laughs> Maybe winter carrots have got a thicker girth. Maybe. I need I to look that up. I hand carved I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, we need to see a picture of that. <laughs> Fucking a knitting needle. Are you I, know, I know someone who used a screwdriver. Handle end, um, obviously. That's dangerous. Do not do that. Do not no. stick a sharp object up your well, face. Get handle end the other way. Okay, that makes more sense. But a knitting bet, needle. You know what? No. There's no girth on that. That's the opposite Unless of the winter you're literally carrot. just trying to perforate something. Yeah, it makes no sense to me. Um, although maybe the, the fanny yarn knitters, remember them? Well, yeah. That's how it started. That's mm. how she got the idea to make a scarf out of her pubes. Um, <laughs> this one, another dangerous one. I took the blades stroke head off an electric razor and used it as a vibrator. Someone else said the handle of a Gillette razor. I'm like, what? Yeah, but it vibrates. Right, it vibrates. So you, you can, can get take like the, the Gillette ones where you press it. I mean, it would it would literally do nothing for us now because obviously. We're real clips dim slags, but yeah, yeah, I can see how if you got one of those Gillette ones, I mean, let's just hope it wasn't your dad's. Yeah, well, no, someone said my dad's razor. <gasps> can you imagine the next day when you walk into the bathroom and he's shaving his fucking chin hair and you're like, oh my God, I came all <laughs> over there. My vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, someone said an aerosol can. <gasps> I mean, that is girthy, isn't it? Depends which end you're putting it in. Lid end or well, don't either the, end. Don't, don't put the put fucking lid, lid in. No, but that's that's big. I don't think I've had sex with someone that's got a penis that's no, the that's girth that of an wide. aerosol can. That would that's be awful. <laughs> Very cooling though. <laughs> Unless they just use the spray, the aerosol bit to like spray their clit and the pressure. But it, that's like the whole substance. Again, seducing, health and safety nightmare. Yeah, don't could, do it. You could inhale that and. God knows what kind of infection you bit, could end up with. Bit of besties on the old pubes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone said I was at work and I was really horny and I put a highlighter up there. <gasps> what? what for? For ease? <laughs> like a couple of Hang hours. On guys. As well. I've got a highlighter. Don't worry. <laughs> Let me pass it down. It's a bit wet. Just wipe it on your arm. <laughs> oh my god fluorescent womb um was <laughs> a, a rolling pin again that is fucking girthy isn't it yeah it's long as well i'm guessing it didn't yeah. go all the way in no definitely hit the ice spot if it did oh, i'd also i want to know but did you have a positive experience from said rolling pin or did you never do it again yeah, we need to know the answers to some of these someone said they've come while riding their horse oh uh, i've heard that a yeah. lot same as like sitting on a washing machine. Loads of people saying a cucumber. Yeah. Someone said a cucumber, but I had to chop it down in half and then I put a condom on it. 
<laughs> just in case, just in case it had any STDs. Chop it down. Uh, probably sensible though, just in case a bit broke off inside you or something. You're gonna have to really go some to have a bit of cucumber break off, mate. Yeah, true. They're, they're quite, quite hardy, aren't they? Yeah, they're not. I'd be more <laughs> concerned about the winter carrot. Winter carrots just remind me of those real spindly, like pretentious ones you can get in Marks and Spencers. You can get like seven of them in a pack and they're multicolored. Yeah, and they cost about eight pounds. They cost about eight pounds. A silky top. (laughs) Oh, what? Silky top? Yeah. (laughs) Where's that going? You're just tantalizing your lips with it. It Yeah, what would you do with that? I ha- I had a comfort blanket until I was about thirteen, I think, and it was like a piece used of to silk. Masturbate with. But I never masturbated with it. Um, there's a teddy. I used to masturbate with my teddy all the time. Poor thing, absolutely traumatized. I think needed therapy after it. I'd looked after it for ten years. <laughs> Come to me, Barney. <laughs> um, a mobile phone on vibrate. on vibrate. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Oh my god, this one made me piss myself. I don't know why. I think maybe because it's. An Irish flute when I was a horny pubescent teen. <laughs> but an What's Irish an flute? Irish flute? <laughs> Why is this so funny? I just imagine it. You're vagina like it. playing a little, a little, oh, I just got to play a little tune for you, dear. <laughs> like, it's just so fucking funny. A pencil, absolutely snore off. You might as well have said a snore off. Like a piece of fucking spaghetti. What is the point? In my massive tent cave. <laughs> That would just be like, is there even anything out there? Well, t- I don't think any implement will ever, ever be a toilet roll holder with hand shoved inside it, ever. That, n- none of those will beat that. <laughs> what I just love about this is that you just be one day just walking around and then you see an inanimate object and something in your brain goes, what is it? oh. I could, I could put that inside me. It's, it's just the thought process. So that's how these things become I love sex it. toys. Um, it's so true. A nutcracker. What the hell? The nutcracker. These are just bizarre. Up or around? That I think that's what we should have also I've asked. Got no is, idea. That's what I'm struggling to get my head around here. Did you put it up or did you crack your? You know, just use it as like over a, and over. Um, yeah, like yeah. put your clit in the nutcracker bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think the bottom line here is that everyone, except for Laura, at some point dumped something very strange up their minge in an attempt to get off. I really wish I had a story. But you don't. I don't. It's fine. I think maybe what you could do is just go away, have a think about it, mm. look around your house, see if there's anything that you could maybe, you know, just give it a go with. I know, but all of that will be too much hard work and I'm lazy. And it'll be shit because you've got a million sex toys. So you just be like, what is this shit? Yeah. A million sex toys. Stop, Vic. Stop. I have four. Stop. Four. <laughs> yeah, whatever, mate. <laughs> I don't believe that. Only one prize possession of mine, though. <laughs> Actually, this is perfectly leading into the agony aunt that I've got. Oh, and we would we have just slid right into this. So How professional um, we are. We or should are. we summarise the sex fact quickly? So, bottom line is anything is that's wank. an implement, just Mate, a knitting wrinkle, which is questionable. Yeah, whatever you want, rub it on your minge, yeah. and it will make you feel better. It relieves stress. Releases oxytocin, makes you sleep better. But also, if you don't, but it's also like, don't shame yourself if you feel like you should be doing it more, because that's then that's a whole other fucking scenario, isn't it? Oh, like, my, oh God, my God, yeah. I'm getting it wrong because I'm not masturbating once a week. Like, you do what feels right. 
You do what feels right. Do what brings you joy. Yes. And that is a really big thing that you say. And I think it's it's massively important. I love that. Yeah, indeed. So I, I love, love you. it. Let's put it on a fucking T-shirt, Let's, which we will. Which we will. <laughs> that's, actually, that's a good one. Whatever. What is it? What did I, I say? I forgot. We'll have to play it back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a real catchy one. It will definitely stay on our heads forever. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Well, okay, so here's the agony arm. Hello, my favorite ladies ever. Oh, isn't that lush? Hello, back, you beautiful beast. Um, I'm after some advice, please. My boyfriend had pelvic cancer at 26 and chemo radiotherapy has turned his penis into a bit of a lazy son of a bitch. He takes Viagra, no biggie, but has made our sex life very predictable because he needs to take it an hour before our before we get down to it. So no chance of a quick morning sesh or quick bang in the backseat because his lazy penis needs an hour or so to warm up. So... How would you add a bit more spontaneity to our sex life? When we have sex, it's great, but having to wait an hour for his blue pill to kick in kind of kills the mood. And to be honest with you, it's hard not to nod off while waiting. Help. Love you long time. Anonymous. Kiss, kiss, kiss. It's tough, isn't it? I'm I'm interested to know whether he feels the same way. Does he want that spontaneity back? I imagine, I imagine it must be really difficult to like, not have it yeah definitely but if he but if he just took it and didn't tell her yeah then that is one that's what a really simple way isn't it to make it spontaneous but then obviously it all comes down to him then but it would be exciting for him surely because he knows that it's coming but she doesn't but then there's an element of that for me if i wasn't in the mood and steve took a viagra pill and then was like hello i'd be like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) i'm not interested fuck off yeah there is that and there's a pretty high chance of that happening on a regular basis for steve i wonder if you could find some sort of if you could create some sort of communication system Mm. so there was just without having to maybe even verbally you know say the words just put a signal out agree on a signal that you're both horny like in dinner time you're thinking oh my god i you know when you know when you're in that mood and you think i could so totally do this but it doesn't have to be a spoken thing that it just be like almost putting your keys in the bowl at a swingers exactly that's exactly what it is (laughs) why don't you i don't know buy like a a penis magnet and stick it on the fridge when you want to have some just you know something like that that's just a really obvious thing that you both know is the sign and I don't know, maybe you need to have confirmation back from the other person that that's, it's going to happen. And also, like, the other thing I thought was, would it be good if she were to, like, self-pleasure in front of him and then he could watch, but then actually that could then not help his self-esteem because he then can't get involved. He can get involved. But we can get involved. Well, so what she say? It's an hour. hour. That's quite, that is a long time, isn't it? Because I'd be, what if, what if I'd be done. <laughs> you can't double drop, you might die. Um... <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. Don't you have yeah. a stonk on for forty-eight hours? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I would be done. Uh, that's too long. Yeah, it's a long time. Isn't it, it is a really long time. 
So yeah, I think that's it. It's like noticing those cues on yourself, especially from a female point of view, because sometimes we can struggle to get ourselves in the mood a little bit more. I know I definitely live by spontaneity. I'd find it really difficult to to know. I sort of do, but I've got I I make the hes- I sort of yeah make the intention of like oh I really want to have sex tonight, so I'm going to have sex tonight, or yeah. I'm going to at least try to have sex tonight. That will happen quite early in the day, or I'll be thinking about it for quite a few days. So that's I don't think that's spontaneous, really, is it? No. Maybe the act the of spontaneity of it is the yeah it's the initiation because you're not saying to rob over your cereal, mate. It's on tonight. So the other thing that you could do if you've got an hour is that you could just do really sensual massage. <gasps> yeah, so you're like playing up to the whole and proper building it up. That would be that would make it so steamy and hot. Yeah, big time. And it can start off as as like a normal massage, you know. Or just it like- could even start off, I know that this might sound a bit weird, but like a non-contact kind of thing where yeah. you're not touching each other and then it kind of leads to that so that by the time you hit that one hour, you're like, oh my God, I'm so ready for this. Better being, better being. Better being. The fireworks. <laughs> they go off. That, I mean, that sounds fucking great to me. I think that's really good advice, Vic. Yeah. Well, thanks. Just call me a sex expert. <laughs> Not really, but yeah, well Who done. Has the shittiest sex life ever because her husband doesn't want to have sex with her. No. No, no you, have a, you have a normal sex life. You're not banging every five minutes, which I think is an important thing to remember. Right. So our advice then to summarize, to conclude, to conclude is uh, take it slow, do the massage, yeah, build it up. Build it up. Get sexy, but not that sexy. And um, also just enjoy a nice massage. Who I fucking love getting a I massage. love. Steve hates it he has to give me one pretty much every night. But yeah, really? I love a massage. Yeah, Oliver, Oliver, Oliver hates it. <laughs> I don't force my four-year-old to massage me. <laughs> So that's one. That's one point. Um, devise a sex communication code system without words. It be a you know like a red rose on the table kind of thing, like the milk tray advert, or a little post-it note on the fridge, something, just anything that just says, "I'm, I'm on, baby." It's on. And then also for the young man involved, um, he could just take one, couldn't he? Mm-hmm. Spontaneity surprise her. But obviously it depends on where he's at with all of it Because I imagine it's probably quite tough for him as well Yeah, definitely um, But if you wanted to You could just take it and not tell her yeah. And just then, you know, stick a boner in her back <laughs> And go, surprise <laughs> Surprise And she'll be like, oh, I'm not in the mood Fuck off What'd you do then? you just like have a boner for half an hour Well, I don't know if you just have to masturbate I don't know I mean, yeah. I don't know, I don't have a penis and I've never experienced anyone taking Viagra. No, I mean, uh, we previously said about the fact that someone's dry, dry as a husk after taking <laughs> Viagra and she couldn't really have sex. Well, she did, and then she broke her partner's banjo string because she was so dry. <sighs> yeah, still up for the horny goat weed, though. We haven't tried that. I know, I know, I need to, especially after what that woman said. Horny goat weed, that's where it's at. Horny goat weed, Amazon. I'm sure it'd be legit. Yeah. <laughs> so have you got any funny stories, Vic? I have indeed. We normally have agony aunts at the end, but that felt that's right. We've mixed it 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 up. Felt it felt natural. (laughs) All right, so I've got a little story for us today. Um, I mean, I have a story for us every week. I don't know why I've said that. It makes it sound like I don't normally tell them. Tell them all the time. It's actually the whole concept of this podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Mental. 
I'm going to tell you a story. So here we go. When I first got my with my now husband, we went to visit his parents for the first time. I went for a poo. God, that's brave, isn't it? That's first a, time around with the parents. Well, maybe it was a nervous poo. poo. You know what it's yeah. like taking magnesium. Oh, my Lord. I mean, I get nervous poos all the time. They're the worst. They're the worst because when you think I won't need a poo, you then think I need a poo. Yeah, and it's not even... When I get the nervous poo, I have no control it just goes it's from like hot fizz, isn't solid, it? Solid, yeah, to liquid in yeah. the space of seconds. <laughs> I've got a funny story actually about a nervous poo. So I, I had to do an, an event whenever it was pre-COVID and um, it was quite a big event and I was really fucking nervous and I was on a panel and the green room was a tiny, tiny <laughs> little room backstage. I'm laughing already. The, the fucking, the toilet was like at the back <laughs> of the green room and I was, I couldn't, I couldn't hold it. Mate, I know what's coming. Uh, I didn't know where it was. I've been shown to the green room. I had no idea. This building was huge. I was like, I can't, I was due on stage in like five minutes. I was like, I can't, I've got to, I've got to do a shit. Else I'm going to shit myself on stage. So I went in, it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> like so noisy. If anyone was in the green room, they would have hundred percent heard it. But then, oh God, it stank. <laughs> like rotten egg. Yeah, it was like my fear had come <laughs> out of my bum hole. I was permeating the air. <laughs> it was rotting, <laughs> rotting the nostrils of anyone that came in. And then I came out into the green room and was like, oh my God, please, nobody come in. Because if they came in, it was me. There was no one else there. I they would have just been me. like, oh, fucking hell, someone's done something here I and know. it stinks. Do you know what I did? I heard footsteps and I panicked. And I ran out of the room and then just awkwardly <laughs> hung around the staircase by the room. Oh, Vic, you know what? The thing is, I can I can I can visualize your terror. I was like, I'm there in spirit and I can see you like holding on to your little handbag. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I looked all nice and done my hair, the nice dress on. It was like, oh, I've just ruined that by doing the shit most evil shit. <laughs> That's gonna annihilate anyone's fucking face that walks into this room, oh, and they're gonna know it's me. So there you go, story for me. So back to this, back to this girl doing the poo. First time poo at the in-laws, always a terrifying experience. So uh, I didn't realise the toilet was dodgy and didn't do a full flush. Oh no! So we, I mean, we have so many of these, don't we? Just uh, a stubborn turd that won't go down the toilet. I love these stories. Our friend uh, had a serious. A bout of um, diarrhea in our house And she actually broke our toilet And we oh couldn't no. flush it So her husband had to go into the back garden Fill up one of our buckets with um, <laughs> water and, st- and he had to do four lots to get rid of the shit oh And we had to replace our whole toilet She was oh absolutely fucking mortified The thing is when you've got diarrhea No stopping not, You can't, you can't. It's coming There's enough. no tap like that, you know, when, and especially when you're poorly with it, there's, mm. the germs are just like, get, get me out of here, man. So I didn't know what to do, being that I wasn't comfortable with them yet, or even my boyfriend. So I decided to do the following. No, I didn't keep it in my pocket until I was out for a walk. <laughs> that's what most people <laughs> seem to do on this podcast. I think this is funnier and worse. I decided to try and break it down using the hot tap and ended up <laughs> squeezing it down. Wait, she had picked it out sink. of the toilet. <laughs> Put it in the sink and tried to boil it to smithereens. <laughs> oh my God. 
imagine the stench imagine the stench you would not be able to wash the smell of shit off of your hands no i mean it's happened to me before like even when i've changed the kids nappies and their poo's gone on my hand and then that is all you smell for like hours afterwards imagine being that desperate you pick a shit out of the it's it's like laying it in the sink turning the tap on i'll be another 10 minutes (laughs) Maybe seven if I'm lucky. I'm just going to wash my hands. I mean, she said squeezing it down. So she was trying to break it up. What do you think she was breaking it up with? Just water or oh, her hands? It must have been her hands. I reckon she got some finger action in there and she squished it down the pipe. I girl. would have. I, we've all had a panic poo, but that is, that is next level. <laughs> oh, my actual fucking shit. So not only was the toilet broken, but she then broke the sink. But if that if that had like blocked, surely there would just be poo still in there. I guess it depends on how chunky it was. And then they would know that someone would come and fix it and be like, you do know that you've there, got a turd, turd in the U-Bend. <laughs> and then you'd be like, who the fuck has put a turd down the fucking sink? <laughs> oh, that's awful. Oh, poor bitch. Can you imagine also having to come out and look normal? Oh no, not be flustered. And but imagine the splashback as well. Splashback on on you from you know roasting that turd under the hot tap. Well, the fucking parents and laws toothbrushes. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> they say if you have it in the toilet and you flush, it travels like a hundred meters. Can you imagine if it's I in know. the sink? Read about that. Rob sent me a tweet from a microbiologist who said, always close the toilet lid I when do. you flush. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Toilet lid's never up. Oh my God. I need to start doing that. I mean, Oliver just does the most feral shits that you've ever seen in your life. It gets on like under the toilet seat. Room. Oh, mate. I know. So uh, 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 I don't even understand. I can't. Like, where are you fathom. aiming your bum hole? And How it's such it? a tiny bum hole. How is that creating such utter it's chaos? It's like it comes out of their arseholes like a worm. <laughs> yeah, alive. <laughs> I'm just going to get a little bit dance. over here, a little bit over there. And I'm going to go down. Oliver always likes me to be in the toilet when he goes to the toilet, but he'll talk to me when he's doing a poo, and it's really funny because he'll be like, Mummy, how was your day, <laughs> Not that. I'm like, you do it. Is it coming out now? Yeah, it's a bit of a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> Need to up your water intake. <laughs> oh, he really does. Um, then she's finished off by saying, I now, in hind- hindsight, think I could have done better. Luckily, there was a bottle of bleach under the sink, so I also cleaned the sink as I felt so awful for basically sieving a poo down the plug hole. <laughs> it takes some serious dedication to get a shit down a plug hole. Uh, well, I think I feel uh, within my loins, within every single piece of my body that we may need to round up this week. What it is think, the Luke? end it's of the end. episode 36. And what an episode it's oh, been. Oh, oh, and what we need to we need to acknowledge, we didn't win at the podcast awards, did we? <laughs> no. We didn't have a fucking hope in hell because we pretty much had five months off this year. So why yeah. we ever thought we had a chance? God knows. But hey, it was worth it's it. And it was just it was nice to just feel the love from everyone, wasn't it? It was lush to click on that website, put no holes and see our podcast pop up. That was a real fucking moment. We just felt like prof- professionals. We felt like we were part of it, even though we are 100% not part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks for voting for us. And um, we love you all. 
we love you all. And that, that is, is enough. the important thing. That is enough. But Vicky's also going to tell you to rate and subscribe. So yeah. I am going to tell you to rate and subscribe. Rate and subscribe. I won't be. I won't be singing it. So we really, 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 really want some more stories. Yeah. We really like, absolutely love your stories. You can email them to noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com. And maybe we will open up the DM option on Instagram when we've, we're going to employ a PA. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh Lord. We've oh never had one God, of those in our PA. life. That makes us feel like adults. Chelsea, get me a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> she won't be doing that. No, she won't. Susie. We haven't even found it. It no. might be a man. Who knows? Uh, do um, you want to do it? Anyone? <laughs> Anyone want to do it? Applications apply within. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So if, if, if it means simplicity fucking do it just send it wherever send it via pigeon mail if you want we yeah. do love your stories we love what comes in and we love what we do and uh you can also send us the agony aunt dilemmas yeah. quandaries whether it's a relationship one i liked this week's one it was good yeah that was a really good one yeah. um, and we would do our very best to give you our advice obviously we have no knowledge no experience <laughs> professional no professional experience. qualifications but it's all just from our own life experience man. which Vic has a million times more because i've never used a toothbrush on my vagina uh, I feel very upset that I, I mean, how you had an electric toothbrush in the 90s is beyond me. That's very upper class. It would have been um, 2000s, mate, when I went to uni. That's when the oh, electric toothbrush came out. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I actually have a, a vibrator that I have used probably for about 16 years, a clip one. And it's still going. Still got it's got a lead to it. That's how amazing. You know, with like a little dial on it. Yeah, but That's, it must be really good if you still got it. Not really not now. Now I realise oh. it's 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 well and truly had its day. Sometimes it accidentally gets knocked in the drawer and here's but yeah, I don't need I think, that. I think it's time to feed it to the turtles, isn't Maybe. it? Maybe. Maybe it'll be quite <laughs> difficult to snort that one the whole way down too. Uh, anyway, so um, yeah, we're we're always up for a story. We're always up for a dilemma. Please keep sending them in, whichever way you want. We can't be fucking bothered to actually force you to do it one way or the other, can we? No, just send them in. Just send them in. Yes, legs. Yes, legs. And uh, we will see you next week. See you next Tuesday. Actually, see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.